a summary of the Purim Sicha in volume 21 of the Kutisichas. This comes from one of the most highlighted Purim Fabrengans of 1966, Purim Tashun Chavav. It was an amazing Fabrengan. It went on for over seven hours, from 8.30 p.m. till 3.30 a.m. And then the Rebbe was giving out L'chaim to everybody all the way came outside. The car uh, ended up sinking in and they get another car until he got home. It was about 4.30 in the morning. There's also four edited Mugadik Asichas out of this Fabrengan. And it was a very lebedic, a famous knowing with the saying of Kola Paishit Yad whoever sticks out their hands will get, will get some mashka, lachayim. And this is amazing terrorist that the Rebbe said at this Fabrengen. This is one of those Sikhas from that Fabrengen. And it's on the following Medrash. The Medrash says that after the decree of Haman was sealed and it was given into the hands of Haman, Haman with his whole group went outside. To uh, uh, and uh, they went. They went outside. And they went to see and where Mordechai is. They saw that Mordechai was going after three children that were coming out from base Sefer from Cheder from school. And Haman with his group went and followed behind Mordechai to see what Mordechai is asking these kids. Mordechai came to them, approached them. He said to them. He said, Tell me your verse. Every kid used to have a verse that they knew that they lived with. And the kid said, That do not be afraid, don't fear sudden fright, a sudden terror, and destruction and holocaust that comes from the wicked, that comes out from them, do not fear. The second child said, that I read, I learned to verses today, and this is the verse that I stand with, that I got from school. That you could plan a conspiracy, but it will not be, it will be foiled. You could speak your peace, your plot, and and it will not happen, it will not materialize. The third kid said that I learned in my verses that Zikna Anihu that even to your old age I am with you Hashem says Vat Seva Ani Esbel and even into your hurry years, into your very old years, I will sustain you Ani Esbel and Ani Asisi I made you and I will carry you Bani Esa and I will carry you Bani Esbel and I will sustain you and deliver you. Now when Mardachai heard the answer from these kids saying these verses, he smiled, he was so happy, Simcha Gedela Haman said to him, what are you so excited about to the words of the kids? He said on the great news that they that they told me that there's nothing to be scared of from the bad uh, advice and schemes that you have on us. Right away, Haman got angry. Uh, Haman the Russia got angry, and he said, "I'm not. I will not send my hands on you first. I will do it on these kids." The simple reason why Mardachai was so happy because he took it like it, that he saw like a prophecy that it, there's nothing to be afraid of the Xera from Haman. And like we spoke many times in, in from the Gemara that it says, tell me your verse. And when a kid says something, it's like a kind of nevuah, prophecy from above. But what's not understood in our cases is if this is the main idea of the, of the stories, these verses, why do we have to know the part that they were coming out of school? How's that relevant to anything? And even though 
that other details of the story that he met the kids and and uh, and, and the one kid said said the, the, each kid said their verses and that was the idea of the main news and that stresses more the idea of the prophecy but there's no reason to tell you me that they came from this from school how does that help you and the fact that he even met three kids so we have to understand these extra details of the story what's the relevancy Another point is that everything of Torah is betachlis adiyuk. It's very, very precise, even the specifics in the wordings. So we have to understand here a couple of questions. Number one is the order of the verses that the Pesukim say. First they said Altira, which is a Pasuk in Yemishli, in Proverbs. Then Utsuetza and Vadzikna are Pesukim in Yeshaya. And we know the way order of teaching kids is Tanach, Torah, Nevim, and Ksuvim. And Mishli comes from Suvim, and for, and Yeshaya comes from is in Navi. So why do you have first a uh, verse from Mishli, which comes later after Navi? And if you want to say it in a backwards order, then the two verses that are coming from Yeshaya, you should have said the second one, and then the first one. So what's the point of this order exactly? The second question here is about the, in the details of the wordings here. Regarding the first kid, it just says that he said clearly the verse. The second kid said, I learned in school many different verses, and this is the verse that I stand on. Why did he, what was the addition? Did the first kid not learn anything else, just that one verse? And number three, since Mardachai accepted this as a prophecy, why did he say that I'm so happy for the good news that I heard? Why didn't he say for the prophecy that I heard? Also, we have to understand that the Medrash tells us that the, the, when did this whole thing happen? After the decree was already sealed by Haman. And when the king, the whole decree was, was already sealed. And then Mordechai was in a great joy for the great news that he heard, that there's nothing to be afraid of. If so, why do, right after this story you have that he goes out with sacks, sackcloths and ashes and he screams with bitterness and, and he's so broken about this and all the details of the stories that we have with what he told Mar- Esther and so on. And that's clearly that even though they heard the words from the kids that he had this prophecy, nevertheless, it's hard to understand. On the other hand, why was he so happy? If he was happy, so why did he have to cry after? And if he cried after, why was he so happy? So what's going on over here? The explanation to this is based on what the decree is. The decree was to wipe out every single Jew from young to old, from kids to, to boys and girls, everybody. And as we know all the details of the story in the Megillah, and the Megillah tells us that this whole thing started because everybody was bowing to Haman, to, to, to Haman except for Mardachai. And then he got so angry and he found out that everybody who's part of Am Mardachai will not bow to him. So he realized that this is the whole thing of the whole Am Mardachai. And that's why he said, I'm going to disdain myself. I'm going to disdain myself from sending my hands on Mardachai Levade. And he now says, I'm going to now do it to the entire Am Mardachai. And since this was the whole thing that, that Mordechai wasn't bowing, that means for every Jew wasn't bowing, means because we recognize and realize that everything is only the Ebishter. If so, how is it that, how do we explain, how did it even happen if nobody bowed down and everybody was part of Mordechai? How did it happen that even Haman should be able to make such a decree on the Jews? So the Chazal tell us that the reason, the spiritual reason, was because the word Jews that they did bow to an, to an idol image. Not to an idol, but to some kind of image of idol. And even though they did it only externally and it wasn't, their heart wasn't in it 100%, and that's the whole opposite of the whole thing of what Yiddishkeit is all about. So we have to, and therefore, we understood that by ripping oneself away from their commitment of the Hashem, separating themselves, even by just bowing to an image, could lead to a complete separation and a complete nullification of the Jews completely, Rahman al 
And this is why Mardachai was so worried and why he carried this sackcloth and screamed out so much in the streets. Because Mardachai knew everything that was going on. Mardachai Yadas Kalashanasa. And he knew the reason what brought all this. And therefore he was very worried that maybe if you're bowing to Tzalem, to some kind of image, maybe this is also a form of Avedazarach Hashem of idol worship. And therefore, because of his complete worry, he thought to himself, maybe if people are like this and they're outside, that means that they're deeper inside internalism was not revealed in a, in a way that it also affected their outside. Because if somebody would be completely devoted on their inside, it would have affected their outside, not even to bow to an image. And that's why he was so worried. So how could he nullify the, 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 the decree? It would be doing something to reveal the true essence of a Jew. And for this, it, he saw Dafka when kids come out of school and they still have the strong verses of Emuna, a faith and Bitachin and the trust in Hashem. That gave him a great joy. And even though he had this great joy and the great news, he did, nevertheless, he tore his garments and he went outside like this and it was all for one intention to awaken the Jews and to reveal their deeper connection that they have to Yiddishkeit and that they're prepared to go on Messias Nefesh. So he did it not because he was worried. He did it because, not because he wasn't happy. He did it because he wanted to do something to awaken their insides to also be affected to their outside. Now this is also the difference between the three different verses. The first verse you have, it says, Altira, do not be afraid of sudden terror that will come to you without any logic. Just, just don't be afraid. And that's talking about a real tsara that comes up in a revealed way. The second verse is talking about only if they plan schemes against you and they talk stuff and it won't happen. But why? Now we're putting a logic. We're talking about things that don't even really, that's not even real. Nothing bad actually happens, just being planned. Nevertheless, you should know that Hashem will foil them. And why? Now we have a logical reason, because Hashem is with us. Then you have a third verse, that even if it's not a revealed bad at all, it's just something about nature that happens when you get old, and there could be changes in nature for a person. Nevertheless, you remember that says, I may do, and I will carry you. So these are three different levels in the faith and trust that a person has that helps lead to sacrifice, to giving yourself away to Hashem. The first level is complete amuna, that even when a real tsara happens, you know, Altira, do not be afraid without any reasons at all to it. The second is even stronger, that even if when the, even with the Aetis that have given from, uh, that, that plans, the schemes that are planned against you, you will not just not have fear, but even you notice with a certainty, even logically, because of the explanation, Kimanu Hashem is with us. And the third level is, is a complete submission, a complete given, and a complete acceptance, an uplink, that even when laws of nature are out there, which are created by Hashem, laws of nature do not dictate anything about a Jew. A Jew is connected to much higher than nature, and therefore we're not dictated by that, and therefore you remember that I need a sisi, Hashem says, I made you, and I need Esau, I will carry you, and I will uh, deliver you. And these three levels, is three levels when it comes to educating kids in school, in the Chinuch. Where the first level is you teach a kid that even when they're young, before they could grasp any kind of level of intellect, they have to know their verse, that Altira. The second thing is even when they get to a level of, uh, of certainty, but they also have a level of knowledge, they should know with certainty that it won't happen because of Kimano Kel. And the third level is even when they grow up older, they know not to be afraid of anything of nature and that it, it, because they don't, nature doesn't have a shlita on a Jew. Now, Mordechai saw all this dafka when they came out of school. So now he saw that they are committed to this level even outside of 
school, not just while they're in school. That was the Chiddush, even when they're outside of school. And this also explains what it says in the end of the Megillah, that time of a Kibla Yehudim, that they accepted the Torah. The famous question is that they already accepted it by, by Matan Torah. And the answer is that what they started to accept, Mashechelu, to Lasis for Matan Torah time, there they did it because they were forced, because Hashem picked up a mountain upon them. It was because of the revelations that happened to them. It was because of spirituality, excitement of the Neshama. But over here by Purim, they did it on their own accord. They did it with their own commitment and their own devotion. But because of their body, they were ready to go on a sacrifice. So that's why it says they re-accepted it, meaning they did it on their own. And just like by the time of Matan Torah, they did it with the guarantor of children, so to hear it was done with the awakening of the children that said these verses. And this is the takeaway lesson from all of this for our generation, that if you want to know the situation of the future of the Jewish people, you have to see how it is by the kids who come to school. And then you could see in a clear way that the educating children that the, from the youngest of age that they know this with faith and without any intellect they just know that everything is in Hashem's hands they have nothing to be afraid of except for Hashem like Rebbe Yezer, the father of the Baal Shem told him by when he was only five years old that to have fear of nobody except for Hashem and that's it and when they get older they can even understand this with intellect and they'll know Ki'imanukel and everybody takes these verses and we have with the certainty that we have nothing to worry about and it comes from Mipi'elim from the words of the children will wipe away uh, any will will anything that uh, has any kinds of strength that will silence it and this will be mekuyim through the hatred of others through the children that bring back even the fathers and we'll have the nevuah v'aliyo and that will come with the coming of Mashiach begula mitzvah shleima al yidei Mashiach tzkena bekar of mamish.